Hi there, this is Harry and welcome to the podcast where I try to help you to get a better understanding of the English language so that you can communicate in a better way. And we do that by looking at grammar, idioms, phrasal verbs, expressions, collocations, every aspect of English. And uh, in this particular podcast, actually, we're going to take a look at some idioms. And the idioms that we have for you now are in relation to idioms connected with learning and thinking, learning and thinking. So I'll give you a list of the idioms I'm going to use, then I'll give you a meaning, and we'll try to put them into uh, a, a little example for you. So, to go to your head. Have your wits about you. In the dark about something. Not have a leg to stand on. Not see the wood for the trees. Put two and two together. Quick or slow on the uptake. Ring a bell and finally split hairs. So what do these all mean as idioms? Well, to go to your head. This is when success goes to your head. It makes you think that you are better or more important than you really are you really are so we can use it in a positive or a negative way when you you have a, a amazing year perhaps in sales and you get a big bonus somebody might say to you well look don't let your success go to your head next year you start with a blank bit of paper and you have to start all over again so don't let the success go to your head in other words don't get too big-headed don't get too complacent you might not be so successful next time yeah or somebody might say i wonder will that promotion go to his head will he start thinking that he is above all of us it's only a few weeks ago that he joined the company and he's been promoted already so i hope the success doesn't go to his head have your wits about you well when we use this idiom to have your wits about you means you have to be able to think quickly to think on your feet uh, and make sense sensible decisions but also be careful when you're in a meeting because there might be a few people around the table that you have to be careful about because they they might be a little bit devious okay so you have to have your wits about you so your boss might say to you look you're looking after this big account when you go there they'll be all nice to you and there'll be all lots of shaking of hands but just have your wits about you. Listen carefully to what they're saying because they can be tricky. Okay, Write down everything that you hear. Make some very correct notes and make sure you send that note back to them to say this is what was agreed because they have a habit of reading things a little bit differently. So make sure you have your wits about you. Okay, So to have your wits about you, to be able to think quickly, to watch out and make sure that Nobody tries, as we say in English, to pull the wool over your eyes. Nobody tries to fool you. Okay, so to have your wits about you. Next, when you're in the dark about something. Okay, so when we're in the dark about something, it means that we don't know very much about something uh, or we have been kept in the dark deliberately. They haven't told you what's happening uh, as other people perhaps are keeping it secret or keeping you out of the loop you're not you're not included in emails or something okay so 
you've been away on holidays for a couple of weeks and when you come back somebody in the office asks you what's the story about that particular account you say oh i'm completely in the dark about that uh, i wasn't cc'd on the emails i'm only just back from holidays you'll have to ask somebody else i'm completely in the dark like mushrooms they're always in the dark or supposed to be yeah so in the dark about something not knowing much about what is happening next not to have a leg to stand on okay when we don't have a leg to stand on literally it means we can't stand up so when we don't have a leg to stand on it means you have no way of proving whether you are right about something okay so you've no evidence and you're left in a little bit uh, uneasy and in a very vulnerable position okay so in if some particular account uh, has gone badly wrong in the business uh, we don't have any notes we didn't keep any copies of the the emails we can't find them apparently they've been deleted so we can't prove whether what the client is saying is true or false so we just have to accept what they say because we we don't have a leg to stand on we didn't copy or send out the statement and therefore the fees that we charged the customer we cannot stand over so we'll have to reduce the fees and find some solution so we don't have a leg to stand on so we're in a very precarious or difficult position okay so if you don't have a leg to stand on what happens you fall over boom okay so when you don't have a leg to stand on you have to be really careful that you've got something to support you yeah okay good lesson all right next not to see or not to be able to see the wood for the trees okay not to be able to see the wood for the trees when we use this saying um, it's when someone cannot understand what is important in a particular situation and what is less important okay so when somebody is thinking in too much detail they forget uh, uh, about the more important aspects and we say they can't see the wood for the trees meaning they they've got their thinking all wrong they're not thinking clearly and they need to step back a bit and reconsider everything so if you're in a bit of a panic and you're not sure what to do and you come up keep coming up with the the wrong solution your boss might say hold on hold on you can't see the wood for the trees the answer is there in front of you this is what we agreed with the customer this is what he's looking at so that's just what we present to him so don't make it more complicated than it should be okay just keep it simple yeah and everything will work out fine so you have to make sure you can you can see the wood for the trees I mean to be able to distinguish things clearly next to put two and two together well when we use this expression to put two and two together it usually means that somebody puts two and two together and comes up with six means they either exaggerate it or they get things completely wrong okay so to put two and two together might mean that uh, you've uh, heard something or you've heard a whisper and uh, you know what's going to happen yeah okay so you haven't been told yet but you're able to put two and two together when you hear the rumors so you know what's happening so perhaps you've heard a rumor that your client is going to to leave and go to uh, another company uh, they haven't told you yet but a few little 
whispers have come your way or the last meeting you had with the the client they didn't want to set up a another meeting just yet was which is a bit unusual because you usually have a a weekly meeting with them but they wanted to postpone it for a few weeks so the actions of the client would suggest to you that something isn't right so you can put two and two together and you come up with what you think is the answer so you tell your boss i think we're going to lose that account so and he asks you why and you say well um they haven't told me directly but this is what happened this morning. We haven't set the next meeting, which is very unusual for them. Uh, and if you put two and two together, it seems to me that they, they might be getting ready to leave. I think we need to, to do something about it. Okay. But when somebody gets the wrong end of the stick, they sometimes put two and two together and come up with six, when in fact, of course, the answer should be four. So when we say somebody puts two and two together and comes up with six, it means they've got the their it all wrong perhaps they didn't set the meeting because they were going on holidays and therefore you've jumped to conclusions and they're quite happy with your service and perhaps they won't leave after all so you have to make sure that you understand exactly what the message is okay so to put two and two together normally two and two makes four but sometimes when we over exaggerate something two and two might appear to be six and we get everything wrong Okay, and then next, quick or slow on the uptake. So when somebody is quick on the uptake, they're very smart, yeah, and it doesn't take them long to figure things out. And when somebody is slow on the uptake, it's the opposite. It means you have to explain something to them time and time again. You say, oh my God, this guy, he's so slow on the uptake. I must have explained that to him four times, and he still comes back and asks me again, what is that? How do you do that? Okay. But when somebody is quick on the uptake, wow, that young guy is smart. He got that immediately. I just told him once and I didn't have to tell him again. And now he's running the system perfectly. He's very quick on the uptake. He'll go far. So quick on the uptake or slow on the uptake. To ring a bell. Well, when something rings a bell, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. When something rings a bell, uh, it means that something sounds familiar either a name or something that in the back of your mind uh, suggests that you've heard this before or you, you know something relating to it so you see a name uh, on a memo or an email you go hmm, that name rings a bell i've come across that person before i i know i met him two years ago on that conference yeah so his name rings a bell or if somebody suggests that there's something wrong or something happening and you say hmm that sounds familiar that seems to ring a bell i must have heard that or read it somewhere before and you go back through your notes and yes there it was somebody raised the issue in a previous management or marketing meeting and you have the facts there uh, on an old email okay so when something rings a bell it sounds familiar to you Although you may not be able to remember the exact details, but when you do go and look for some more information, hey presto, there it is. Yeah, there's another song, Ring My Bell. Ring my bell, ring my bell, ring my bell. Yeah, so ring a bell. Okay, and the last one, split hairs. Okay, so when we split hairs, we argue or worry about small details or small differences that are not really so important. So we often say to somebody, look, let's not split hairs on this. It's too 
um, small to be bothered about. No point arguing. Let's just accept the facts. There's no point splitting hairs. It's something very, very fine. I mean, it's very hard to split a hair anyway, so there's, uh, it's almost impossible. So when we split hairs, we end up arguing or worrying about small details or small differences that are not really so important. When a brother and sister or two brothers are arguing, um, you just say to them, look, there's, there's no point splitting hairs over this. Just agree that you'll share this laptop until we can save up and buy you another one. Okay, so no point splitting hairs. Okay, so there are idioms, okay, to go to your head, to have your wits about you, to be in the dark about something, not to have a leg to stand on, not to be able to see the wood for the trees, to put two and two together, to be quick or slow on the uptake, to ring a bell, and to split hairs. Okay, so that's the end of this particular podcast. And as always, if you want to contact me, then you can do so on www.englishlessonviaskype.com. And as I always say, I'm happy to hear from you and happy for you to give me some suggestions that I can include in future podcasts. So as always, thanks for listening and join me again soon. Okay, so while I have you here, I want just to give you some information about the Easy Peasy English Club. So when you find your way onto my webpage, look out for the link to the Easy Peasy English Club. It's an effective and efficient and economic way for you and your friends to learn the English language. For a very small subscription fee, you get access to me one lesson each week. That's 52 weeks and 52 lessons, one lesson per week, pre-recorded by me. And in addition to that, you'll have useful exercises linked to the lessons and lots of other helpful information and courses all available on that particular site. It's great value, so tell your friends about it, have a look at it and join up.